Armstrong and Getty Show. Welcome to it. Glad you're here. Thinking next hour, we're going to kick it off with a deep look at some statistics on homeless folks in one typical county. Very revealing. First, the final note on fires, etc. The president tweeted 16 hours ago, California wildfires are being magnified and made so much worse by the bad environmental laws, which aren't allowing massive amounts of readily available water to be properly utilized. It is being diverted into the Pacific Ocean. Must also tree clear to stop fire from spreading. And there, where was the one about the water from the north? Did he, he must have, uh, oh, there it is. Um, Governor Jerry Brown must allow the free flow of the vast amounts of water coming from the north and foolishly being diverted into the Pacific Ocean can be used for fires, farming, and everything else. Thinking of California with plenty of water. Nice! Fast federal federal government approvals. About half of that was good. About half of it was completely mystifying. What water from the north? Nobody has, has any idea what he's talking about, right? No. And uh, diverted in the Pacific Ocean, does he mean being used to, like, you know, water the salmon so the rivers don't run dry as opposed to farms, etc. What we need is more water storage. I don't know this mysterious water coming from the north, what that's all about. But more water storage, 100%, absolutely. So who is Alec Jones? We have uh, a few examples of who he is. Alex he's got a, Baldwick? He's got a podcast. He's got it. Uh, radio shows. He's got a, a website. He's got T-shirts. He's got the whole thing. He makes... Somewhere between ten and sixty million dollars a year, depending yeah! on who you ask. But it's a lot of money. Yikes! And uh, here's a little of him. The official story of Sandy Hook has more holes in it than Swiss cheese. My gut tells me the White House c- people controlling the government were involved in this. So don't ever think the globalists that have hijacked this country wouldn't stage something like this. They kill little kids all day, every day, and it's not our government. It's the globalist. I mean, they're doing it. They're doing it. They're staging it. So uh, we played a lot of funny Alex Jones clips over the years, and there 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 are a lot of funny ones mm-hmm. um, where he's saying wacky stuff. That stuff about the, the, the globalists or the at various times it's a government or whoever going into schools and shooting children is pretty out there. As he's a conspiracy theorist, that's m- mainly what he does. Well, he's a showman, sure. At um, various times, he's been forced to admit, "Yeah, I make this stuff up," but you know. The thousands believe him. Well, and, you know, and, and it's fine. You know, he can say that. And however many million people want to watch and listen is fine with me. I, I choose not to. Maybe you choose to. Yesterday he announced we've been on Twitter before he was banned, I guess. We've been banned completely on Facebook, Apple and Spotify. What conservative conservative news outlet will be next? The one platform they can't ban and will always have our live streams is Infowars.com. And I thought when I read that, I thought, wow, they're going to ban him and he's going to make more money because now people can only get him through his official site where he's got advertising and, you know, he'll be able to count the number of hits and he, get, he and everything mm-hmm. is. Uh, he'll probably make more money out of this. Uh, some of the responses of that on Twitter from fans. Facebook is permanently banned Infowars for unspecified hate speech. They didn't even tell us what the offending posts were. Mm, that's true in many of the cases of these bands. Uh, this sets a chilling precedent for free speech. To all other conservative news outlets, you are next. The great censorship purge has begun. Uh, Facebook bans InfoWars permanently. InfoWars is widely credited with playing a key role in getting Trump elected. That's true. A lot of people on the left especially believe that is true, and that might play a role in Apple and Facebook wanting to get rid of him. You can uh, hear a... Sp- 
specifically from Apple and Facebook, if you would like, because they made some statements. Yes. Apple took down entire libraries of InfoWars podcasts, uh, which is if uh, we we were told by our agent and various people in the know that if if you have a podcast, you got to be on iTunes. That's just... Mm-hmm. That's just a must. That is that is the 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 five hundred pound gorilla. But Apple is iTunes, and they took it down. Sure, the unwashed masses who don't know how to find a podcast can find it on iTunes. Uh, the reason being, Apple does not tolerate hate speech, and we have clear guidelines that creators and developers must follow to ensure we provide a safe environment for all for all our users. Podcasts that violate these guidelines are removed from our directory, making them no longer searchable or available. We represent we. We believe in representing a wide range of views, so as long as people are respectful. Um, my guess would be is I could find a heck of a lot of podcasts out there that aren't, aren't respectful to some things I think should be respected. Yes. That they're okay with. Yes. Therein lies the problem. I am no fan of Alex Jones and a significant percentage of his act I find morally repugnant. Um, and there are aspects of his act that you know, our, our classic conservatism or, or, or perfectly defensible. Uh, so I'm not very comfortable with him being my Rosa Parks, if you will. Um, but yeah, you could absolutely turn all of those words on a number of lefty things that Apple is perfectly comfortable with. And because the, you know, youngsters and tech heads and Silicon Valleyites who run Apple aren't threatened by those far left points of view, well, then they, they let them stay up. How is this different from, like, the gay cake thing, right? Why do the people who made Facebook and these other companies, why must they be compelled to signal boost uh, opinions that they don't agree with? They don't have to. They're not at all. They don't have to. I'm perfectly fine with them banning whoever they want and then owning it. But, yeah, but then once it becomes a worthy conservative liberal outlet though they're going to become a different business and maybe they're fine with that but it's going to become a different thing and like i said that's probably where we're headed and we'll have a conservative perceived as conservative facebook whatever it's called and a perceived as liberal probably the facebook we've already got mm-hmm. just like we have msnbc and fox and, and further a retreat of, into our uh, exactly. ideological bubbles and we'll have a couple of twitters and we'll just get further down that road and i wish we could all stay on one i, I like the idea of Anything you want to say on Twitter or Facebook, go at it. Go at it. Enjoy yourself. Mm. And people will ignore the, the awful stuff or attack it or whatever. Right. At least we'd all be conversing in the same public square. What about Al-Qaeda, yeah, well, for that's, instance, or ISIS? Yeah, that's when it gets complicated. I mean, because uh, Zuckerberg uh, got in trouble a couple of weeks ago when he said, I think Holocaust, Holocaust deniers should be allowed to have a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And he immediately got attacked. Yeah, as supporting Holocaust deniers, and he had to apologize and all that sort of stuff. I'm just people completely either too stupid or are they play in a game. Are they actually too stupid to understand that point? No, I don't uh, like that or agree with it. You just have to let everybody talk, or you start choosing, and then it gets really complicated. Well, well, all of the above. You got people whose uh, emotionalism is their logic. They have no logic. If it if it makes them feel one way, they assume that's true. And then you've got people who are making specific, uh, trying to score specific points. Um, I, th- I guess I guess you can pull down Al Qaeda with the idea that they're actually killing people. Yeah, they're engaged in and specifically uh, um, encouraging violence. So you could bring down anybody that's uh, advocating or participating in violence. But then that might would, work. You would have to make clear then 
as a Mark Berserkerberg or Tim Cook or whomever, you'd have to make clear that, all right, listen, social justice warrior types, and they would probably do it in a more diplomatic way than I'm about to, but you'd have to say, all right, teary-eyed social justice warriors, you don't get to say that some speech contributes to building an environment that clearly will someday in some way foster violence. No, 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 no. If, if I say, you know, I think if a guy really thinks uh, that, that gay marriage goes against the Bible, they shouldn't force him to decorate a cake for a couple of gay fellers. That is not creating an atmosphere that will lead to violence, because only a crazy person would take that point of view and decide to hurt anybody. A good example would be as if you said, I think illegals are ruining this country. Right. Um, well, then, you know, you're, you're advocating that people commit violence against... Hispanics. No, only a so lunatic. So we have to take your page down. Right. So they would have to make it clear that no, 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 that whole building an atmosphere that will lead to argument, we're not buying that. Unless you are specifically encouraging acts of violence. But they, they've well, gone. Which, which would get uh, uh, the uh, Antifa people banned. Which Alex. The by any means necessary people banned. Sure. Which Alex Jones has not done as far as I know. If he has pointed out to me, I'm perfectly willing to because I don't follow his act. But I don't think he's advocated any violence. Toward anybody, and, uh, and except those hermaphroditic frogs, and he seems to be really troubled and by now, those. And I'll read what Facebook said in just a little bit because I thought it was kind of interesting. But we have some more clips from Alex Jones, don't we? I kind of want. Yes, we do. <laughs> Here's some more of the stuff that he says. In the next ten minutes, I'm going to break down a subject so incredibly important. I don't even feel worthy to bring you this information. A whole host of radioactive isotopes, aluminum dioxide. The list goes on and on. But the scientist, meteorologist astrophysicists and others that I've talked to have said what they're spraying and releasing would actually eat holes in the atmosphere and damage the soils of the what, planet. What they're messing ta- with the weather. <laughs> what is they're he buying armored about? vehicles and billions of rounds of ammo and, and have TV shows bad-mouthing the founding fathers. It started out with a, it's a, the chemtrails thing. Is it's he, the, it's the, 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 the things behind the jets up yeah, in the sky? Yeah, those are isotopes that are, the government is putting in there to control the weather mm-hmm. and to create natural disasters and my, something about TV shows and founding fathers wife, there at the end. My wife has an old high school friend who posts endlessly on Facebook about chemtrails. How did it get to TV shows that badmouth the founding fathers <laughs> and armored vehicles? It's the same people. It's the same people. I get it. I don't think hey, we need just to. Just a quick note, and then l- listen, we'll take a break and come back with more mind-blowing tape, but I just flipped. I, I, I thought, all right, let me check out infamous, violent, committer of many crimes, fascist Yvette Falarka of... Antifa and by any means necessary. She regularly, specifically, and categorically encourages violence. Well, she participates in it. Right, right. Soon to be convicted of it. She's there on Facebook. She's still on Facebook. What's okay, the story, arguments Mark? over in terms of what this is all about. Right. It's clearly just an ideologi- ideological thing. If she's still on Facebook, or she get, does she have a Twitter account anymore? I thought she got booted off Twitter. I could be wrong. Mm, I could check. Um... Yeah, but but again, once you start down that road, man, you really open the floodgates, and they can do that. This isn't a, a First Amendment issue, it, but it's 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 definitely going to change what Facebook and Twitter are. Maybe they're happy with that. Um, Facebook's reasoning, and they jumped on it right after Apple did immediately, because they thought, oh my God, people are going to start saying, Apple cares about this, but we don't. And then Twitter got on it like an hour later. Right. Because they were all in a race to show how awful Alex Jones was. 
some of their explanations and more Alex Jones clips coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. We're not going to have Pepsi with baby flavoring in it. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So I never expected Trump charging into a goblin's nest to not get some goblin vomit and slop and blood on him. I just don't want to catch him in bed with a goblin. I don't want to see him kissing goblins, having political succubus with goblins. I don't want to see him ingratiating goblins. Tell you what, dude is a wordsmith. Yeah, I'm, I'm always get distracted just as a guy who's into audio stuff. His his noise gate is set way too high, so it's <laughs> really it's hard for me to listen to. But um, got a lot of crap going on in the background. <laughs> I don't know. So Alex Jones, okay, clarify, Sean clarified, and he's absolutely right. Alex Jones has not been banned from Twitter, right? Facebook, Google, which runs YouTube, took all the YouTube videos down. Google it. Effectively ending his podcast for all intents and purposes. So that's iTunes and it, Sp- certainly. iTunes and Spotify are the, the big podcast levers. Facebook and YouTube are the big video levers. Right. And so the, they have taken that down because he's too dangerous and controversial. There's, I, again, I'm not a fan. I don't need this stuff. I can only take in so much information. I don't choose that. But there's all kinds of really objectionable stuff to me on social media. Right. Um, uh, 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 about how hateful you think anybody who wants to control our borders uh, is, how racist they are. Mm-hmm. That just, I mean, some of the things people say are just out of control, right? Or, or you know, the 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 chick they just hired at the New York Times—that's dismissive. The uh, oh, <laughs> woman boy. they just hired at the New York Times and her Ms. Jong anti-white yes. blasts or so. That yeah. that's you know, where where does this all fit together? I just think you should have all of it out there. And uh, and let us discuss it, but they don't want to go that direction. Twitter apparently, though, is they're more toward they've gotten in, they've gotten themselves into more knots over this. So they're they're more toward we just got to let as much go as possible. Yes, yeah, they're more wild westy, which people use as a pejorative term. I think it's fine, depending you know as you as a corporation what you want to do and what you want to be. So when Apple and YouTube pulled Alex Jones, Facebook immediately thought, oh, we can't be standing out here. We're enlightened, too. We're enlightened, too. We've got cover. We've got cover. So on Monday morning, Facebook announced it was removing four of Jones's pages for persistently uploading content in breach of the social network's content guidelines. The pages were removed for glorifying violence, which violates our graphic violence policy. I'm not on Facebook, so I don't know what kind of violence you see. I certainly see a lot of it everywhere else on the uh, on uh, social media. But yeah. Um, I, I see it on I see it on the Today Show. Yeah, for crying out loud! Uh, the decision was made independently of any other companies removing content from the sites. A Facebook spokesman said, "But he doesn't like the way he did uh, handles people that are transgender Muslim and immigrants, which violates our hate speech policies." Well, like, okay, all right. That's uh, I would have to really take a look at some of that content because I know a lot of folks in that part of the world where those companies are being run from have attitudes that are distinctly toward one end of the political spectrum. 
And uh, But again, you know, as Sean asked the devil's advocate question, it's absolutely the correct one. If Facebook wants to be a liberal outlet, they can be. Oh, sure. And I have it, no problem with well, that. And absolutely. And if they got together, they do the Stephen Colbert thing. And if they get together and think, you know what, we go hardcore this One Direction politically, we'll make more money. Well, you're a private company, you get to do that. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm not excited about breaking into multiple Facebooks, multiple YouTube channels, multiple everything. Yeah. Then maybe yeah. that's where we're headed. Well, and I hear various uh, congresspeople and senators make uh, unhappy noises about, well, these, in fact, Ted Cruz is on this as he has a surprisingly close reelection fight in Tejas uh, in a, what was allegedly a, a very safe place for him. Uh, well, yeah, it doesn't have districts, but anyway, Texas ought to be a safe Republican. Uh, I heard Cruz's dad was involved in the JFK exactly. thing. It's absolutely exactly. true. Yeah, heard shot him himself. Yeah. Did Trump say that? I think so. Yeah. But uh, Ted Cruz, whom I L Y I N apostrophe Lion Ted. Um. Anyway, uh, Ted Cruz, uh, Cruz, with whom I uh, agree ideologically uh, a huge percentage of the time, uh, evidently is so douchey that his uh, reelection is at risk at, in Texas. Anyway, so he's uh, grasping at whatever straws he finds handy, and uh, and one of them is this, you know, fight against the liberalism of social media and how they're uh, quashing conservative voices, which is true um, to some extent, but. Uh, he talks about how big and powerful these social media platforms have become and how they need to be broken up and regulated and the rest of it. I'm not buying it. I'm thinking the marketplace for ideas will find a way to deal with it. And if they become egregiously liberal, uh, you know, something will happen. Something will happen in the market of ideas that will counterweight it. I'm not concerned. But it, it annoys me. I wish we could just have more of the, of the conversations, including with the voices that most of us disagree with. Yeah. Getting to that, the I don't have time to explain it if you didn't hear it the other day, but The Nation published a poem and had to apologize for it. Joe laid right. out the story the other day. And, and then the, apologize for the apology. The former editor of The Nation wrote a piece over the weekend. I was the man- magazine's poetry editor for 35 years. Never once did we apologize for publishing a poem. And he talks about all the objectionable poems that they published right. and how much blowback they got and hate. And then they would publish the letters explaining why they didn't like the poem. And then you'd have a conversation about, you know, what's objectionable, what not. They never apologized ever or retracted or anything. Right. And he's just disgusted that they now do that. It's disgusting. Well, yeah, but that's it's appropriate to be disgusted. But that's where we're headed. If you say or do something that offends somebody, you've got to lose your job or that outlet's got to go away or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Because we're so afraid of that sort of thing, I guess. We're afraid that people won't make the right choice when this information gets out. I'm okay. I think most of America won't agree with Alex Jones. On the school shooting stuff. Right. I'm not worried about that idea getting out there. Well, and I'd like to seriously offer my services to Mark Zuckerberg in the rest of Silicon Valley. It'll cost you because I'm already a busy guy, but I'll put together a committee of 10 people seriously with ideological balance from way left to way right. And, you know, we'll exclude, if you want, the outer 10% of crazy talk on both sides in a balanced, fair way. Y'all can't do it yourselves. You're doing a terribly poor job of it. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? The largest fire in California history just got bigger. We've got explosive testimony coming out of former Trump campaign manager Paul Manafort's trial and why getting outside is good for your kid's eyesight. Yeah, man, that Manafort trial, that's a good lesson for you. Oh, (laughs) boy. Them are some crooks. That's a lesson for everyone. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
tweet about who Alex Jones is? So Alex Jones is what happens when you take every supplement at GNC and do exactly one set of three crunches. (laughs) (laughs) What? That's just a personal shot. That did nothing to advance the discussion. He does look like a guy that's got a big thing of that protein muscle build power powder and then lifts weights. Constantly telling muscle weighs more than fat. <laughs> anyway, you lift weights, you get tan. Why not? He just got divorced, for crying out loud. He's right. back on the market. Right! Uh, let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, i got to tell you, the biggest fire in California history just got bigger. The two wildfires in Northern California burning a few miles apart. Again, the largest fire in state history. The Mendocino Complex now being treated as one incident and has now burned over 290,000 acres, standing at 34% contained. Meanwhile, the car fire that's burning near Redding, now over 164,000 acres. That's destroyed 1,000 homes, killed 7 people, and is now nearly 50% contained. And in Southern California, you got crews working on a fast-moving wildfire in the Cleveland National Forest, right on the Orange and Riverside County lines. The Holy Fire has burned 4,000 acres, started up yesterday afternoon, stands at 0% containment. So those fires are among 17 raging away in California. The trial against Paul Manafort enters another day after some bombshell testimony from his former business partner, Rick Gates, on the witness stand on Monday. Gates admitted that he and the former Trump campaign chief committed crimes together. Did you ever commit crimes with Paul Manafort? Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah, I sure did. Sure. I absolutely did. Quite a few. you got to be more specific. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess what do you expect when you know you're... You both are criminals looking out for your own interests. Sure, yeah. No honor among thieves. Get to the embezzling. Gates confessed that he and Manafort did not report over a dozen foreign bank accounts, even though they knew it was illegal. And he also claimed he embezzled hundreds of thousands of dollars from Manafort by creating fake expense reports. Yeah, you, you got to work for a boss where you can have hundreds of thousands of dollars of business expenses and you don't get caught. Yeah, and I took a cab from the airport, and it was $5,000. Yeah, yeah, fine. Here, let me sign it. All right, here. Go do some lobbying. Yeah, Gates accepted a plea bargain from the special counsel in the Russia investigation. Again, he's back on the stand today, and they're going to burrow into more of what Manafort has done. Well, right, but first, the prosecution, this is kind of amusing to watch. They have to get all this guy's sins out in the open. Right. So that the defense doesn't bring them up and, and, and leave a different taste in the mouth of the jurors, because, you know, I've sat on juries before where you know the prosecution presents the case and you think oh yeah there ain't a jail secure enough for this some bitch then the defense comes up and they utterly undermine the uh, prosecution Mm -hmm. case and you think okay man so the defense is trying or the prosecution is trying to do that to themselves in advance and say oh yeah this guy is uh he's a criminal not only is he a criminal he rips off his co-conspirators he's a puppy kipper kicker He's a, 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 a cat torturer. Right. He's uh, probably an arsonist. We don't know all of it. Anyway, what he says about this stuff is true. Well, I wish them all luck with but that strategy. I'm interested in watching, uh, like I take in a couple of shows on MSNBC, and they'll talk about him, Paul Manafort, Trump's former campaign manager, currently on trial, and then get into the Russia stuff without, you know, leaving the impression that they're tied together somehow. But at least no. so far, they're not at all. No. Trump worked with a guy who turned out to be a bad guy. Seems to be the only tie-in. At this point. At this point, yeah. But, but, there's, but there's nothing to indicate otherwise. Yeah. And it, Adam Schiff can't keep 
his own telephone number secret. He is the leakingest leaker in the history of leaking. And if he hasn't leaked it yet, it's not there. The nonpartisan government accountability office is outlining concerns about the cost and effectiveness of building that wall along the border with Mexico. The GAO's report said there are still a lot of unknowns, and that likely means the wall will cost much, much more than the Trump administration predicts it will. They say it's going to take longer to build than planned and not fully perform as expected. Again, that's the GAO, and that's their latest report I, on the wall. I just always assume there's not going to be a wall. I've, I've assumed that from the first time he ever mentioned it. Some so. wall, some fence, some electronics, some human beings. There's not going to be a giant wall along the whole border, and everybody knows it. So we have to make a decision. There's any Trump tweet out, and oh, Randy boy. Quaid read it. Oh, so, oh. Do we want to hear that? You know what? I say it's a it's a one strike you're out, a system. If this amuses us, then we keep doing it. I vote yes. Yeah. You want to wait till yeah. Marshall's done? Go ahead. All right, now. Okay. Iran sanctions have officially been cast. These are the most biting sanctions ever imposed. And in November, they ratchet up to yet another level. Anyone doing business with Iran will not be doing business with the United States. I am asking for world peace. Nothing less. There you go. go. I wish the pace was a little faster. Yeah, it's a little slow. Uh, Although the the visual, if you're watching the videos, it's an extreme close-up of his big fat face with like flashing lights on it. It's crazy. (laughs) Because he's crazy. Yes. Yes. And I love it. All right. Turns out spending time outdoors can really help your kids with their eyesight. We've got a study from the journal uh, Ophthalmology that notes... There's been a big increase in nearsightedness over the past 40 years among the nation's children. Jury's still out on exactly why that's happening, but there's a lot of evidence that digital screens are playing a role. Spending time outdoors seems to counteract the progression of nearsightedness, especially in kids. I experts say, and I think Joe Getty brought this up, I experts say people should take a 20-second eye break every 20 minutes or so of near work like looking at a computer or reading. 20, 20, 20. Every 20 minutes, take a 20-second break to look at something at least 20 feet away. It refocuses your eyes and your eye muscles. Very good advice. Very there, you good. Go. Uh, there you go. An eye doctor's echoing the same thing. Get your kids outside. Let them wander around. Boy, let them look at things. The eyes of youth. The eyeballs yeah. of youth. My son sits in a half-dark room reading the tiny print of Harry Potter and Oof. has no problem whatsoever. I <laughs> just... I couldn't give you a word on the page. <laughs> the eyeballs of youth. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting a Getty show, The Conscience of the Nation. That's why I am offering $5,000 per eyeball for oh. anybody under the age of 20 who would like to donate them. I'll have them put in my head. Maybe we can offer that as a side service as my draining at the uh, draining the blood of the young clinics. You can have my eyes. I don't want you to be blind. Right. Swap. You'll need glasses, but we'll trade eyes. I'll buy them from you. How come that doesn't happen? How's that whole blood of the young technology coming along? Because I could use some. That's a guy in, like, central coast of California. Yeah. That's a Santa Cruz yeah. area, Santa someplace Cruz. like that. And you keep plugging at it, son, because I'll be your customer before long. <laughs> some slacker, but with the vigor of youth. 
You'd g- g- gladly give up a couple of pints to me. <laughs> you want young people's blood? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. That won't go wrong. And if I have to, you know, wait till nightfall and turn into, a, I don't know, a bat, fly around. That won't go wrong fine. on any level. Super. Um, <laughs> you are listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Nothing counts so much as blood. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Over the weekend, Russia announced that actor Steven Seagal has been named a special Uh. cultural representative between Russia and the United States. (laughs) The announcement was released directly to DVD. Uh. (laughs) Ouch. Ouch, that was hurtful. That's kind of funny. Coming up, good stuff. Right? Oh, yeah. It's good. It's really good. Yeah. California County does a detailed study of the reality of the challenges of the aspects of homelessness, breaking it down in the way Jack's been asking for for many moons. Well, you can't have any discussion of homelessness unless you do that first. Right. Or right. you're just waste. You're flapping your gums. Who are these people specifically? What are the problems we're trying to deal with? Are 90% of them crazy or 2% of them crazy? I don't know. Hmm. So stay tuned for that. Look forward to it. So I traveled over the weekend, which was a uh, a gutsy move. We're a little worried about it. Wanted to go see. I found out my brother and nieces, uh, cousins for my kids, were going to visit grandma and grandpa. And we don't see them very often. And I wanted to get my kids with his kids and grandma and grandpa all together. I thought this is perfect mm-hmm. timing. And we had a day off. So this all worked out together. But my uh, my youngest son, as you may have heard me talk about some uh, has a number of challenges, m- mental, emotional challenges that we're uh, dealing with currently with a therapist and psychiatrist and and this sort of stuff and medication and therapy and everything else and, and not having a tremendous amount of success so far. Mm. But the therapist thought it would be a great idea, right up by her first, to be around family and, uh, and uh, blah, 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 for all the reasons that you can imagine. Sure. But, I mean, he, he struggles and just getting through the day at home, never wants to leave the house, rarely wears clothes. Um, so the whole getting on a plane, landing there, then driving three hours, I thought that could that could be quite the struggle. Oh, boy. So anyway, um, did it, and it was uh, it went fairly well, And uh, but he fell asleep on the drive, and I had told them, we, we have a regular stop. Halfway we stop at a Walmart, halfway there to Grandma and Grandpa's, and we buy something. That's something that helps them get through the... The drive. Something to look forward to. In the past, they've gotten uh, like a stuffed animal or something. This time, they were going to get Hot Wheels cars. And uh, But he falls asleep in the car, and I asked Sam, I say, you think we ought to wake him up? Up the Walmart or let him sleep? Let him sleep, Dad. Let him sleep. Oh, boy. And I agreed. So we we went ahead. Let sleeping brothers lie. Yeah. Yeah. Because he can turn pretty ugly, like um, him unbuckling himself and trying to open the door and get out of the car and stuff like that. Yeah. And it, it can get pretty rough. 
and hitting you in the back of the head with hard objects and screaming and yelling, but all that sort of stuff. Um, uh, so, and I, you know, I'd just like to avoid that as much as I could. <laughs> I understand. And so anyway, he woke up when we got to town. He was in a good mood and everything like that. And he said, if we stopped at the Walmart, we drove past the Walmart. But there's Walmart up here. We'll stop that because I promised you we'll stop at the Walmart. And I thought, yeah, I don't know if this is a good idea, but I did promise him. So we go in the Walmart. He flips out in the Walmart. Mm. He just completely flips out. Just the amount of stimulation and everything he's had, I guess. I don't know. The therapist and the psychiatrist are guessing. But anyway, he flips out as the the sum total of the story. And he's taking things off the shelves and throwing them. And then I'm trying to hold him and put stuff on the shelves. And then he gets away from me and I have to chase him through the Walmart. And I'm wearing cowboy boots and he's almost as fast as me. And I finally get a hold of him. And anyway, we, 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 I grabbed something that we bought, got his stuff to where we're heading out the door. He's taking stuff. He grabbed the stack. He took the stuff. He threw it against the wall. He's kicking it. I'm trying to hold him. Oh. We get outside. But then he drops down on the cement outside in the parking lot uh, in, on, the, on the asphalt. He drops down like, you see this scene, right? Kids throwing fits at Targets or Walmarts. I, sure. I've seen it many times in my life. But anyway, he drops down on the ground. He's throwing a fit. And a guy comes up behind us. He could have gone around. He could have waited. But he laid on his horn. Oh, boy. And, uh, <laughs> oh, boy. And uh, so I, I, I finally get Henry picked up. I hit, I, I step to the side, and the guy pulls up. He's hung on the horn. He pulls up, and he rolls down his window. And I think, I have no idea what this is going to be. Oh, boy. And he says, I'm not honking at you. I'm honking at that kid. <laughs> and he drives off. <laughs> And like I'm so, I'm wait so, a minute. <laughs> I'm, I know it. I'm so worked up and flustered and everything like right. that. And this guy's like seventy years old, dude. You're like a grandpa age. You have no compassion for this situation. You've never had this in your life or your grandkids, or you've never seen this sort of thing. Well, I, but anyway, aside from that, okay. I'm sorry. I, I, I I'm having trouble puzzling out what his attitude was exactly at all. But he, when he pulled up and he rolled down the window, this is all happening very fast. I thought, is this guy going to want to fight? You know, I kind of feel like fighting. I'm kind of worked up anyway. Yeah. But, but he pulls up. I'm not mad. And when he said, I'm mad at that kid, I was so flummoxed by that. Right. I, I actually went, <laughs> like, I laughed. Like, what? What? Is that- <laughs> I'm sitting here in a radio studio. I don't know how to process that. So, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm with you or something. Wow. That's Wait a minute. That's my kid. I'm the parent. Most people would. Uh, hmm. What would you do in this situation? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I ought to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, jerk well, I'm not going to punch you. But I'm going to seek out a relative of yours and punch them. Or something. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Was... Maybe he was trying to aid you. Maybe he was trying to make the point. Son, look what you've caused here. Your poor father trying to corral you. I don't know. The audible version of uh, spraying him with the hose or something when you get kids <laughs> fighting, right? You're just trying to change the dynamic of what's going on here. <laughs> well, he did. I, don't, I yeah. don't know if... if... I don't know if he thought, you know, if I'm if I if I'm mad at this guy, he might... We might end up in a conflict, so I'll be mad at the kid, or I, I don't know what it was. I have no idea what his calculation is. I'm not was. honking at you. I'm honking <laughs> at that kid. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. 
I didn't see his face. I wasn't there. Oh, he was angry. Well, wow. Okay. All right. And he's, you know, and the whole. This, so it wasn't a son. You should mind your father. And I, yeah. Uh, but I, I, you know, I talked to Sam about how some people are just looking for a reason to be angry. It's just, I mean, because yeah. he could have gone around. He could have waited. It was going to be 30 seconds. Right. I mean, so you're just looking for something to be mad about if you're laying on the horn in that yeah, situation. You, but you there's a lot of people mad. like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you just, you just want to be mad. And now you're going to go home or to the bar or wherever you go and talk about how awful your day was. Right. was and this awful thing that happened to you well you it's, just you know, explained 98 percent of road rage yeah exactly yeah, yeah exactly but i just, just so confused by that boy that's an odd thing to yell i think i should be mad at him but uh but he know. wow I, was, I actually laughed because that that is that is not what i expected <laughs> i was expecting something <laughs> different an interesting out of you. take thanks for your call <laughs> crazy old man let's go to jim on line six <laughs> wow how, anyway. how odd huh interesting very exciting so, uh, for a number of, of months and years now, as we've been discussing the incredibly troubling, growing, frequently dangerous and disgusting homeless problem on the western coast of the United States, where the progressive policies of the various big cities, where we're heard, have uh, caused an explosion of the homeless population to a large extent. And it was That's not the sole cause. I wouldn't claim that. And it's per- pretty clearly true that it has gotten so out of control that even liberals in liberal cities have said, all right, that's enough. And right. are willing to do things they weren't willing to do before. Uh, correct, yeah. But the activists who are so often in control of the conversation... Because they're the ones I found out that show up to the city council meetings. Yeah, that's right. That's right. The uh, enthusiastic few... They often offer up solutions that tend to ignore the complexity of the problem and the fact that half the time they're encouraging a growth in homelessness, not ending it. So you have to understand, all right, who are these people? What are their needs? Some of them don't have any needs. They're doing what they want to do. How much mental illness, substance abuse, et cetera, et cetera. One county went in depth, and we have a top secret, I think, Leaker, or this is publicly available. A bunch of information on that topic. (laughs) Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.